Success on Demand is like this dope sisterhood of strong, ambitious women who love business but crave success. We come together and talk self-improvement, goals, and even life stories. And more than anything, we're a part of a community for us and by us. Let's have Boss Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in to Success On Demand today. I am your host, Dee Lake, and we have a special guest on the show today, and her name is Dr. Tylisha Johnson. I'm going to give her a few moments to introduce herself like we always do, and then we'll jump right into these questions. So you can go ahead, Dr. Tylisha. Hi, greetings, everyone. Yes, I am Dr. Tylisha Johnson, and I am so super excited to be interviewed by the one and only D Lake for Success On Demand. I am super excited because this is a time in which we are all ready for the upgrade. We are all ready to soar higher and really soar beyond the limits in both business and life. And guess what? That is exactly what I do is I help people to soar beyond the limits in both business and life. I'm the CEO of Transcending Horizons Enterprises where I develop customized winning strategies to help people optimize their potential. And just as I stated, soar beyond the limits in both business and life. And in order to do that, um, I actually create business plans, strategic plans, as well as customized business solutions. I am a certified life coach, and I have my doctorate in business administration and my master's in business administration. And my undergraduate is in business education. And so beyond my education experience, um, I have 20 years of experience in both corporate as well as higher education administration. And I also have taught for 11 years at both the middle school and high school levels. And I have owned my own business since uh, March of 2016 uh, for Transcending Horizons Enterprises and have successfully run my nonprofit since 2011, um, which is in memory and honor of my son who passed away. Actually, it'll be seven years um, on Friday, on May 18th um, of 2018, on this Friday. It'll be seven years since he's passed away. But we uh, run that nonprofit called the MJ3 Foundation in his memory and honor to help uh, those parents who have children who, are, who have life-threatening illnesses and if, if they're still in the hospital to help them with their uh, their financial needs. And so, um, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> I just want you to know that that organization <clears throat> is beautiful, absolutely um, beautiful, because there's, there's not a lot of um, people who are out there trying to help families who are in that situation where they're not sure how they're going to pay those medical bills and how they can keep their child in the hospital and, you know, a ton of other things that people go through when they're in that situation. So I think that's really beautiful that you guys help people with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. No, it's no problem. It's all you guys. And the the first question that I wanted to ask you was just how you got started on this journey. And I want you to go all the way back to when you were younger, what encouraged you to, you know, go down this path and, you know, what encouraged you to push past just having a bachelor's in business administration and going all the way for, you know, your master's and, you know, going further than that. Oh, okay. 
okay. Um, so um, it's really funny, and I tell this story a lot when I'm when I'm interviewed. But hey, it's all true. Um, actually, I've always wanted to be a teacher, ever since I was five years old. And as a five-year-old, if you were going to come over my house and we were going to play school, it was my chalk and my chalkboard. And so I was always <laughs> a teacher. It was never an opportunity for you to be a teacher. Um, if, oh you my got, if you got mad and went home, it didn't matter. I was the only child for 17 years. So I had imaginary <laughs> students. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I would still be able to ask Johnny what's one plus one. It didn't matter. So, um, but I've always wanted to, I wanted to be that teacher, and I believe that teachers are born, and I'm, I'm still doing that, even though I'm not in a traditional classroom. As a consultant, as a strategist, um, as a coach, I am still teaching. And so teaching is my, uh, my number one gift. I, I am multi-gifted, uh, but that is my primary gift. And so in wow. that, um, I have always loved education. I've always loved to learn. I always wanted to be that one that was at the front of the classroom, always had my hand up to answer the questions. <laughs> I was always in a talented <laughs> and gifted program, and so I was straight A's uh, all the way through. And I just love to learn new things. And so um, often, though, I got in trouble. <laughs> so because I would, oh. finish, I would finish my work, and so I would just talk. I mean, I didn't have anything else yes. to do, and so I would get sent down to the to the principal's office, and I just remember in second grade being sent down to the principal's office, and the principal was Miss Lola, too, and back then, they were still paddling, so the teacher thought mm. that I was going down to get a paddle, and no, she actually had me filing. I was doing, I was helping her with her paperwork. <laughs> Oh, because she realized that the only reason why I was in trouble is because I was bored. I was finished with all the work, yeah. and so it was all right, and they would give me extra work, and I would finish with that, too. And, you know, she told me that, you know, no matter what, you can be uh, anything that you want to be. And she asked me, she said, well, what do you want to be? I said, I want to be a teacher. <laughs> and so, wow. um, yeah, so it was, it, it, it really went from there. But in high school, I, I took a typing class, and that typing class led to a data processing class. And I received my data processing uh, certificate. So back then that was, you know, when computers, we were doing computer programming. And so, you know, computers were, were just really coming um, to the forefront, the personal computers. And so we were still programming them at that time. And it always intrigued me. And so uh, wow. with that, they had us doing like business projects. And so I, that's what really was intriguing about it was the fact that I could take a new idea, any type of idea, and think of ways in which it can be monetized and really do yeah. something different with it, be unique about it. So that's what, um, that's what really set me on this path. And just being the lover of education that I am, um, I always wanted to, you know, to make sure that not only that I, you know, go to college, but also that I would be at the top in whatever field that I study. Yeah. I always wanted to uh, get that highest level of degree. And, and I mean, let's face it, when we, when we talk about it, it, it really does add that confidence. 
you know, I tell people because they say, well, oh, oh, it's not all in the title. This, it's not all in the education. Well, okay, well, then let me get this surgeon who does not have uh, his medical degree to, uh, to perform surgery on you. And let's see, um, let's see whether you're okay with that. Right. <laughs> That's scalpel. so true. Look, scalpel. <laughs> Hand me the scalpel, nope. please. Okay. So I know that they look like. Yeah, there there is something to be said about getting that additional education, and and no, it's not all about the book knowledge, but my um, my doctor degree is actually a practitioner's degree. So it's a doctorate in, in mm. business administration. So not only did um did I, you know, study the, the methodologies and the um the theoretical um uh, methods within business, but also we have the practical knowledge. And so really mm. looking at how do we apply those models and those theories to uh to the business and how can we create models that will help businesses along yes and from from what you told me and i know we've talked about you know what encouraged you to get into coaching before as well but it sounds like you always had the passion and i want you to you know help people to understand what you did from that step You knew you had the passion, but what did you do to cultivate those skills? What did you do to prep yourself to be able to have the knowledge to teach people? You know, what did you do to really take that that next step for that person who's like, you know, I really want to coach. I really want to teach people. I really want to help people. You know, what would you say that next step should be to help them to get to that point? Well, I... I believe that in everything that we do, um, there should be purpose. There should be that why. I mean, it's really not just getting into coaching consultation, or and I call myself a strategist, by the way. I, I really, I mean, I, I use those words, coach, con, on consult, only because people are more familiar with those words. But I really mm-hmm. consider myself a, a strategist, which is that person who comes up with a clever plan. It's not just a plan, yes. but it is a clever plan and also is able to help with implementation. So that's a difference mm-hmm. um, in that. But I believe that, you know, taking that next step and saying, okay, um, I want to get into this in my particular field, because you can uh, have consultation and, and life coaching or, or whatever it is in any type of field that interests you. And that's what I love about it is whatever it is that is your passion, that is your desire to help people, to be able to optimize their potential, uh, to help people yes. to, uh, to tap into the power that is within them, whether that power is to lose weight or to build self-esteem or to um, to help people in, in their their everyday life or maybe they're trying to, to reach goals or, or maybe they are trying to start a business or whatever it is or whatever your area of that you find uh, the most hard work that needs to be done. And, and it's really, a, you're, you're really dealing with the, um, the mind, the will, and also uh, the emotions. And so dealing with, um, th- with that person's soul and, and helping them to move forward um, because that's, yes. that's their purpose. That's what they were born to do in, in helping them to push 
so that they're able to realize their full potential. So whatever that yes. that looks like, we have to make sure that we continuously develop ourselves uh, professionally. We want to continuously educate ourselves, and we should always push to uh, to be the best and to really set ourselves apart in in a unique way. So the question is, is what do you bring to the table and honing in on that? What is that uniqueness that you bring that no one else can bring, that you can say no one else can bring this because they're not me? I totally agree. Oh, I totally agree. And something that you made me think about when you said that you've had your your first business since 2011, I love going back and seeing how people promoted then, how they were making it happen then. And for you, I want to ask, you know, since Instagram and all of these other social networks weren't around at that time, how were you promoting and advertising and letting people know that your business existed? Well, um, see, 2011, I think Facebook was around, but no, um, I don't, I don't believe Instagram was, um, but, uh, we did, we did utilize Facebook, uh, but also, um, it was more or less word of mouth, being able to email people. And, and I don't think that we should do away with any of those things. I, I believe that, um, that there should be uh, building blocks. I believe that not everyone is on social media. So if they're not on social Mm -hmm. media, then guess what? They're not going to know about what you have going on. So you do have to use other forms, other means of communications. And so that's why we have all of these different platforms. But one thing that we used um, a lot back then, because it was within the community, which we had our first event. And our first event that we did was a softball game. And, and, and so this is what I mean by being able to uh, uniquely design what you're doing um, that, you know, we saw that no one else was really involving and engaging uh, people within a nonprofit outside of doing a 5K. You know, everybody was doing the walk. Everybody was doing the run or, or whatever. So that's what we saw a lot in the community. And this was in Delaware. But we didn't see a lot of different uh, different types of things, which anybody from any um, age would be able to participate and and have fun, and it was unique. And so we had our we had a softball game, and people they appreciated it because they were like, okay, this is very you know we had a lot of fun. You know, everybody um, they bought their t-shirt and um and their hats and we had the bone marrow foundation out there we had um the leukemia lymphoma society out there we had snacks and everything out there people registered for it which was a way in which we were able to raise money and they had fun i mean adults are like big kids anyway so they like to have you know they like to be able to do things like that to kind of get them out of the monotony and so they were like you know they really appreciate it because we weren't just coming up to them and saying hey donate to this cause which is a lot of times that's what nonprofits do. They just say, oh, can you help us out? Can you donate? And, and then they send them, they give them a little piece of paper and they send them on their way. And they really don't feel like that they did anything or they don't feel fulfilled. But, you know, in, in having, and we did that two years in a row, in having those softball games, 
um, you know, it gave something uh, for people to look forward to, and they actually appreciated it. So, you know, those are some of the things that I'm able to help businesses with is how to, you know, again, set yourself apart. Let's not do things that we see everybody else doing, but let's do something different. Let's do something fun. Let's do something exciting. Let's do something where we're able to engage people a little more in the process. And so um, yes. that's one thing that I do. And, and my dissertation focus was on nonprofit organizations. And so it was the survival of nonprofit organizations during the time of economic recession was the uh, my my focus. And um, in that, I looked at the different strategies that nonprofits used in order to thrive during that time um, of, of economic recession. So there were some nonprofit organizations that well exceeded their, um, their revenue uh, generation. And as in the past, they exceeded um, the amount that they uh, normally generate even during the time of economic recession. So I looked at those different strategies that those uh, nonprofits used. Yes, yes, I love that. And I'm happy that you took it into your services as well because the next few questions will be about that. So with your services, can you give us a little breakdown of the types of businesses that you help or if you help all businesses or just to help people get an idea of if your services are right for them and if they're a type of business that you service? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, and so uh, through Transcending Horizons Enterprises, um, as I stated, it's really about soaring beyond the limits in both business and life. And so in general, when I look at business itself, um, the structure, the model, the models of business, uh, methodology of business doesn't really change. In every type of business, there's a target market. In every type of business, you have to use marketing. You have to use um, operational uh, management uh, types of uh, strategies. And so all of these things are needed. There's, uh, you know, financials in every type of business. There's no type of business out there that, that does not include the elements of uh, what's included in a business plan or a strategic plan. It just, it just uh, is centered around that particular industry and so i've worked with multiple uh, uh different types of industries and so anywhere from i've worked with a tennis coach before um worked with education consultants as well wow. as uh epidemiologists who has actually a research uh business and uh hairstylists lash artists um i've worked with uh, ministries Different ministries, wow. um, yeah, different different nonprofit organizations, and so even um, uh, international um, organizations who are doing um, economic empowerment over in foreign countries. And so um, I okay. have, yeah, the 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 gamut of of what I have been able to experience since. March of uh, 2016 is uh, very wide in, in its variety. And, uh, you know, being a former teacher, I've also helped coaches and, and consultants develop curriculum because I've written curriculum before. 
Um, I also uh, was able to help a life coach um, actually develop their life coaching program by uh, writing their um, their curriculum, and now uh, they are they are teaching and, and certifying people in uh, life coaching. And so my my skills and my background is very diverse to allow me to help a wide variety of people depending on what it is that they are what it is that they're looking to do. Now, my services are um, limited to um, really kind of walking with them through the implementation, but not actually doing it, if that makes sense. So it's limited yes, yes. in the aspect of I'm not going to do your social media posting. I'm yes. not going to do that, right? <laughs> I'm not going to create and design your flyers. Um, right. You know, when it comes to the implementation aspect, I outsource to some very phenomenal companies that is able to um, to produce the quality and the excellence that um, that is really the trademark of Transcending Horizons Enterprises. And so, I'm yes. able to get the top notch um, people that are out there, agencies that are out there. Um, that is able to to help you maintain that level of excellence that I promise uh, to deliver in what it is that I do. So being able to develop business plans, strategic plans, and customized business solutions. And also, I, I have a, a real love and a real heart for women. <laughs> <laughs> women yes is that because I'm a woman maybe so oh well, well whatever <laughs> whatever whatever maybe I, I, I mean I I do have male clients so excuse me I do but I do have more female than male clients I will say that and I have um you know service more uh, female than male clients however uh for women I have that special heart because I've been that wifepreneur um, I've been that, you know, that mompreneur. I've been that one who has worn the five hats, you know, and I'm able to help people with their uh, priority management. And, and I love what John Maxwell says. He says that time management is an oxymoron. He said that it is really a difference between time management and priority management because time, yes. we, don't, we don't own time. So we nope. cannot manage time. You can only manage that which we own, which are our priorities. And so I have lived that life of wearing five hats but still being able to, uh, being able to successfully nurture my family because that's one thing that mothers and wives, they, they really have that concern because it's like, oh, you know, I don't want to be a bad mother or I don't want to be mm -hmm. a bad wife, so I'm just going to focus on being a wife and a mother first. Well, that's going to put you pretty much up for an 18-year sentence. <laughs> yep. You're, yep. you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna be signed up for an 18-year sentence. So, are you willing, really, to put your dreams and your life on hold for 18 years, or are you willing 
to come up with a priority management schedule and work with someone like myself that can help you in in getting those uh, getting your schedule together and getting your priorities set and living a more structured and disciplined life so that you can still 100% nurture your family and continue to live your dreams. Wow, that's powerful. That's very powerful because I think that's the balance that people are looking for. But um, like you said, people are trying to manage time rather than managing priority. And I think that's a huge yeah. point. That's definitely going to be the quote for this episode. <laughs> well, you know, I used, to, I used to think that it was such thing as a balanced life. I no longer think that. Um, but what mm-hmm. I do think and what I do feel is that we can live a quality life. We can yes. live a quality life, which in, in balance is different in other people's lives. But a quality life consists of having peace. It consists of having love. It consists of having yep. joy. And it, it, it consists of really uh, nurturing all of that within your family and um, living, living that life that does not add stress that does not add fear and anxiety yes. and all of those things would be the opposite of the love, joy, and peace that I just talked about. And if you can yes. achieve that in your own life and in the people's lives around you that you have been given stewardship over, if you can achieve those things and you being a mother, you being a wife, if those things can be achieved and you can be present in that moment, because when you're spending time with the kids, spend time with the kids. Don't do 10,000 other things. When you're supposed to be spending time with your husband, spend time with your husband. And so make the time quality. It's not necessarily in the quantity. It is definitely in the quality. And give your whole self to whatever it is that you're doing. Yes. I love how you said that. It was so well said. And in a way for people to understand, too, because that's something that can start right now. If someone decides, you know, I want to change my priorities around they could take what you just said and use those tips right now and also I really like how you um, applied what you do in your services to that situation too because sometimes people are like you know I don't know how to get my priorities together you know I just know what needs to get done but I don't know in what order (laughs) (laughs) so so I think you you would definitely help them in those areas absolutely absolutely Okay, so um, to end the interview, I would just like to ask you, you know, what you have coming up this year that people can look forward to and how they can support what you're doing. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, um, actually, I am, as far as what I'm having, my schedule is, is filling up, and so if people would like to Uh, book me for workshops or things like that. I have what's called a tap into power experience in which I I think Mm. I've also mentioned this at the beginning of our interview, but I am an, um, an ordained elder in the, in the Lord's church. I I serve as a youth pastor. Yeah. I serve as a youth Mm -hmm. pastor here in Tampa, Florida at Crossover Empowerment Kingdom Ministries, uh, where my pastors are Pastor Jerry and Marguerite Isaac. And so in my role, 
within the within the Lord's church. Um, I am a preacher. <laughs> I'm yes. a preacher. And so as part of mm-hmm. the Tap Into Power experience, I actually will come to your church and I I present it to uh, the pastor or whoever's in charge as uh, really a fundraiser where they are able to um, have their uh, their church. They can do outreach and they can use it as a fundraiser because guess what I do? For every person who signs up with my services, one, uh, as a result of that event, I give $25. I donate it back to the church, $25 mm. per person. And so that's really it, good. Yeah, definitely. And so they can invite the community. They can use it as an outreach. I do not charge to come and do this tap into power experience. And so what I do is I preach a little bit. I preach on being able to tap into the power, the gifts that God has equipped us with when he first created us. Everyone has gifts. Everyone has talents upon creation. It doesn't even matter what your, um, your, your religion is, what your spiritual nature is. It doesn't matter. God created you, and he created you with gifts. So that's undeniable. Those gifts, the Bible says that those gifts, uh, he gave us power to get wealth. And so the power to get wealth are the gifts because the Bible also talks about that those gifts will bring you before great men. And so we want to be able to help people to tap into those gifts and be able to optimize their potential, maximize their profitability by actually saying, okay, what does this look like? What experience can you give someone that people are willing to pay for? What is your answer to the problem? And when when I uh, taught in the middle school and high school, I used to teach it this way. If you are on an island and everyone is stranded, you maybe have 10 people, what is that thing that you can do that is going to help you survive on that island? Maybe someone Mm. is a cook. Maybe someone else is a good carpenter. Or maybe, you know, someone else is a, you know, a good fisherman. What, What are the gifts that you have that you can bring so that we can live and create a community on this particular island. And so it's really about the the island of you. <laughs> what do you have yes. that you are going to bring? What is What are all the things that are on your island that you can use to monetize? What will be in front of your stand for sale? <laughs> yes, what will I be, or, you, you know, for exchange, for exchange, because I taught them the economic systems, you know, where they used to barter. And so, um, yeah, definitely. And so we looked at, you know, what, what, what would that look like? You know, if, if I have fish and, um, but you, you have an ability to uh, make my house, you know, build my house, then, you know, how about I go fishing and I provide your family with food while, um, while you build my house, you know? So I would talk to them about those types of things. And so looking at that tap into power experience, that just kind of brought it down to a real elementary, but no, I actually preach a message and I, um, I give a workshop. So it's a half an hour of a preach word, 30 minutes of a workshop, 
30 minutes of um, of application of what you learn, and then we do 30 minutes of networking. So it's two hours total. Yes, I love that, and I didn't know <laughs> that you did that. So I'll have to, I'll definitely yes. have to keep that in mind. I think that's awesome. Absolutely, that's absolutely. absolutely awesome. And so, yeah, I I will have those coming up um, this year. As, as I'm invited to various places, I've already made connections. But, uh, you know, other people are having things. I am going to be part of a, a beauty, brains, and, and business uh, workshop that will be in uh, St. Augustine, Florida. Um, that's on June 9th. And then um, June 15th through the 17th, uh, I will be in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, where I will be part of a uh, purpose retreat. And I'll be there actually as a poet. <laughs> I forgot to mention Ooh. that. I'm sorry. Yes, you did. You definitely I'm did forget. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know people you know, are probably listening saying, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I knew is because you guys don't know, but this is our second time doing this interview. So her introduction the last time was way, way longer because she actually remembered everything. So I knew you forgot something this time as soon as you said poet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I do apologize. You know, and when we show up, we really should bring all of who we are. And so, you know, sometimes I get so hung up on the business aspect. And, and this, this poet aspect, I've been writing poetry since 2011, um, I never dreamed in a million years with sharing it with the world. I have over 50 poems. And last year, the Lord spoke to me in 2017, at the end of 2017, for me to share my poetry with the world. And so my pen name and my, um, my stage name is Sentimental. I actually have a single out. People can download my single um, on iTunes, on all digital media outlets. They can download my single. It's called Like My Love. And so <laughs> um, it is a spoken word single. Mm-hmm. And so if you like uh, Jill Scott and all those people, although they're singing, if you like Jill Scott, Floetry, those artists, um, that, that whole spoken word or, or jazz, then, you know, you would like my music. Now, I just have the single out. Um, I do plan on releasing an EP at some point. I'm, I'm not in a hurry, you guys, but uh, <laughs> bear, bear with me on this. Uh, but I am, you know, playing full out. I'm living what I am, I am talking about. I'm living it. I'm, I'm walking it out because um, we are to really uh, demonstrate all of our gifts. It's, it's really about walking yes. in all of our gifts, and they're all to glorify God. And so he wants that treasure out, the treasure that he put in that earthen vessel. He wants it out, just like you, Miss D, Miss Fashionista. <laughs> Thank you. Miss Fashionista. Miss Fashionista. Okay. I was just I was just about to say those <clears throat> new journeys, just really taking those new journeys and being open to whatever it is that becomes a passion of yours because sometimes people are really good at one thing and then they find a new passion and they're like, "But I don't know if I should do both and blah blah blah, but I'm 
I'm that person who's like, go for it, you know, at least try it out, you know, try it out in private, see if it's something that can really work for you. And if you can do, you know, what you're already doing, plus that other thing that you're passionate about, because people may not know you do all of these amazing things, but you're doing them in a way where you're not stressed while doing it. You know, you Absolutely. can feel comfortable fun. and learn. Yeah, and be right. flexible. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, if, if you are a Christian, if you are a follower of Christ and a disciple of Christ, if you are, then um, then in that scripture, it talks in scriptures, it talks about um, really making sure that you use all of your talents, all of your gifts. And so um, yes. you really, as far as having a choice of whether to play full out, you know, if, if you read that scripture in that text, it talks about how, you know, um, the master wanted, um, wanted all of the gifts to be, uh, to be deposited in this earth. And yes. so we want to make sure that, um, that we are doing that. And so, um, listen, I'm not one of those people who say, just do one thing. Well, listen, God is not... <laughs> He's, he's not uh, one-dimensional. We're made in his image and his likeness. And so um, he's multidimensional. And so, yes, there's people that just have one talent, two talents, three, four, five talents, or gifts, whatever you want to call them. And so if you're that person with the one, then just do the one. But I'm not going to make excuses because I'm the person with the three, four, or five. Right. I'm not going to I'm not going to like dim my light and shrink back or not play full out because you're intimidated by the the multiple gifts that I have. And so we, we can't do that. You know, we can't take signals from people in that way. I really do only do one thing because even in my poetry, I am helping people to optimize their potential. I bring transformative Mm -hmm. messages. I I do. (laughs) My my messages in my poetry are doing the same thing that I do within Transcending Horizons Enterprises and helping people to soar beyond the limits um, in life. And so, um, yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you. I love when you when you tell everybody everything that you're doing, I think that it's just an example, a great example that you're setting for people who wear those multiple hats. Because I used to struggle with that before. Like, oh, you know, I do all of these different things. Let me make sure I don't confuse people. But now I've learned that it's really just about, you know, one, timing, and then two, just making sure that you know when the right time is to expose those different things and all of the different settings. Because if I'm at a, a conference and I'm, you know, speaking on something about motivation, then I may not say, hey, and I also manage hairstylists or something like that. You know, it just depends on the setting that I'm in, which is, you know, when I decide when to put those hats on. So I love that you're setting that example to just put out what you do and let people know, hey, I'm available for this, but I'm also available for this too. Yeah, and I and when I go to those com- uh, to the different conferences, I bring all of who I am. So mm-hmm. in essence, you know, yes, I stay on topic when I'm speaking. You know, if I'm at a business, but you know, on my table, you will see, you know, my t shirt. You'll see my sh- my <laughs> sentimental t shirts. I mean, 
you know, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I? It, it, it's all it's all of who I am. And so, yes. you know, in that, I don't think that you are um, confusing anyone. I don't think that there should mm-hmm. be any type of confusion or you would feel any type of way because I'm telling you, I've listened to all of the big time people. Trust me, we probably listen to all of the same type of people when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, uh, following our lead. But I want, um, or, or actually seeing which direction um, that we are to go, but I want you to take into um, account this, um, this one thing as, as you are thinking about that, okay? Okay. If you focus on one thing and you leave here next year, I'm talking about the earth. Yes. Would you have fulfilled all that you were designed to fulfill? Mm. Because we don't know. We we don't we have no idea when we're gonna take our last breath. And there is so much untapped potential in the graveyard. I think it was Les Brown and Dr. Miles Monroe, you know, they talked about um the wealthiest place you know, is is the graveyard, is the, the wealthiest yes, I remember place. That. And mm-hmm. so, um, and that's because people didn't optimize their potential while they were yes. alive. So those are the things that, you know, you have to consider, you have to think about when you're holding back and not playing full out. Play your yes. whole deck. Play your whole hand. <laughs> the whole thing, y'all. Play the whole hand. And, and if you. you need help, if you need help, you know, getting organized and, and, and seeing how can I bring this package, you know, to the table, how's the best way to to, uh, to maximize it in profitability and to present it to the world, you know, then call me. We'll, we'll strategize. Yes, and you gave so many good tips this episode. I thank you so much for coming on and just talking with me and dropping all of those jewels that you did. I'm so excited that they're going to get to hear this one, and I know that some (laughs) people have questions. So, um, oh, yeah, before we get off, um, you know, let people know what your website is, what your social media handles are, and just how they can contact you. Absolutely. So um, my website is www.transcendinghorizonsent.com. That is transcendinghorizonsent.com. Also on Facebook is Transcending Horizons Enterprises, and Instagram is Transcending Horizons ENT. And so those are um, all of my handles that have to do with my business. If you would like to connect with me on my personal page where I do a little preaching every now and then. (laughs) Um, So if you want to hear a little bit of of preaching every now and then, um, you can connect with me on Dr. Tylisha Johnson. That's B-R, no space, T-Y-L-I-S-H-A, space Johnson, Dr. Tylisha, space Johnson. And, oh, you can call me. You can call me. (laughs) 302-883-4151. 302-883-4151. I'm originally from Delaware, so that's where that 302 came 
comes in. Because <laughs> you know people, they'll wonder. They're like, yeah. I wonder what area code this is. <laughs> right, absolutely. So, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on this show. And for everyone absolutely. listening, you know how to contact her. You know how you can get in touch with her so you guys can work. You know everything about her platforms and where you can find her as far as social media. And for this episode, it is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spotify now. So make sure that you find the one that you listen to the most and subscribe there. Once again, I am your host, D. Lake, and I will catch you guys next time. Hello, I am Dr. Tylisha Johnson, and you've heard my story here first on Success on Demand.